My guest this morning is one of the original, you might say she's a unique jazz singer, and she's back in action again and quite marvelous. Anita O'Day has her own style of singing, uh, richness, up and down as far as her life is concerned, and yet in the music it's all reflected, and that's what a jazz artist is all about. Anita O'Day in a moment. Anita O'Day reflecting some early, some early uh, performances of hers and then some of the current ones she's doing in a moment after this message. We played this. This is vintage 1942. Is that right, Anita? Would you say? Anita O'Day listening to it and somewhat, you might say, somewhat bemused and hearing herself and Krupa. One mic it was way back. Nin 1942 it was around there, wasn't it? If I told you 1941, would you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> what do you thought? I know this is a risky thing for me to say to you because you're, 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 Anita Day always was salty. And it's the saltiness of her being that makes the music so rich, too. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on hearing that? I think it's marvelous. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's not bad at all. No. That was one mic, too. And that was Gene Krupa you worked with at the time. Yeah. Tell them all about it, babe. How did it begin? Okay, I'll try to. You've got to help me. Here's a whole new audience to some extent. So some, some veteran Nito Day fans and new. You find new jazz audiences going around? Everywhere you go. Yeah. It's a new generation every yeah. week, it seems. But you also find a new audience coming in, some of the younger younger listeners, too. The young ones come in and yeah. say hello. There's a place, a jazz place in L.A. called Dante's. Another spot just opened up called The Times, kind of a, you know, give them a little competition there. Yeah. And there's a little girl. She's, she has to bring her mother. But every time I appear there, she has her mother bring her. She's yeah. a saxophone player. Yeah. And she just thinks what I sing is what she wants to blow on the saxophone. You yeah. like that yeah. one? I like that, cute? yeah. So the youngies are out So in a way, that's interesting, because what she really is saying, in a way, it's what Duke Ellington sings. Your voice is an instrument in itself. Right. Yeah. Right. Your voice. I have no voice, but I studied harmony, theory, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. I remember some of, some of your songs that I call wordless songs, too. Remember some of those songs without words you used to sing? I had one called yeah. That's What You Think. Yeah. yeah. And what, your voice then comes out, as you would say, as your instrument, in a way. Right. Yeah. True. So when you work with Krupa, when out, could we go back to beginnings? I know you, you, you don't like to be nostalgic too much. Can you go back to beginnings? How you, how you came to be a jazz singer or such? Mm. How do you become yeah. a jazz singer? Yeah. If I told you, would you believe it? All right. The yeah. magazines called it. The magazines? Yeah, the magazines. They got to have words, right? That's they got to write stories. And somebody said, she's a jazz yeah, singer. Yeah. Your point is labels don't matter. You're a singer. Well, I, I was really a personality singer. Then uh, you work in different kind of clubs. The next yeah. thing you know, they add the jazz to you. The next thing you know, yeah. you got a word attached to yeah. you. And uh, I've dropped the word jazz. Just called a singer. Uh, I got a name, right? Yeah, Anita O'Day. That's the, that's the product. That's what it's about. That's, that's the, the product. You're more than a product, you see. Well, whatever. You're the word jazz is out there. I work jazz festivals, yeah. but they don't call me Miss Jazz whatever. It's yeah. just a name, you know. Anita O'Day, that says enough, doesn't it? Uh, the way way back there was three deuces, wasn't it? Thirty nine. You you three. That's deuces, where I was in thirty nine. The yeah. three deuces, right? That's what Billy Holiday used to sing, and the others there, and you and Eo Day, and who it was Max Miller. We opened the club yeah. offbeat downstairs. Yeah. Yes. We used to call Max Miller Jazz's angry man. <laughs> he, was, he was always furious. He, he was marvelous. Yeah. I loved him. Yeah. So, but what I mean is, what led not that how you became a jazz singer, but what is it about jazz that attracted you? another way of putting it. Well, I like harmony. Yeah. And, uh, well, <laughs> how can you say what it attracted you? 
I'm a tavern singer, right? I was working yeah. in taverns. Yeah. And I just happened to be in spots where they had people like Art Tatum. Yeah. And I think they put him in the jazz idiom, yeah. too. In my book, he was not... He was unique. You know, you can call him anything. Yeah. But once again, the word jazz took over there. He's a guy who's an artist, and so they An artist, him. right, an artist. The yeah. only art that America has. That's right. It's the only one. It's not... And really not fully recognized yet. American yeah. Yeah. art. Yeah. And they call it jazz. We're back you, to that you, word. You worked before in, in European countries. And, oh, yes. And, and Asia. Often. And the reactions always are pretty wild, aren't they? Yes, and today it's even more so. Is because, so? well, there's more people. <laughs> yeah. Simple as that. That's another example. One, one of the tunes you were known for then, working with Krupa back in the early 40s, Slow Down. That was and a good song, yeah. sure. Very Slow good song. Down. As you see, this can be a different kind of interview. As Anita just said, I'm playing tunes that she wants to forget, and she doesn't like this at all. I'm not going to say much. I want you to talk about why you want to forget that period. Why do I want to forget it? Yeah. Well, it's not a matter of trying to forget it. <laughs> it's just that every show I go on, they play all these tunes and everything. You know, like, it's up to here. But I'm sure that the listening audience enjoys it, so let's do what you think they'd like to do. No, I want to do what I hope you like. So let's play a current one. See, we're going to fill them with the records here. Now, uh, let's fall in love is one you're doing now. Right. So let's talk about that. Anything you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Because you happen to have a very rich and colorful life. And mm. I'm not going to ask you anything because I talk too much, you see. You got a talk show. You better talk. No, no I don't <laughs> believe in that talk show. This is not what you think it is, you see. Mm. See, just as you didn't like stereotype earlier, remember that? You see, you don't label jazz singers, see? Mm. You labeled me. As soon as I walked in, you labeled me mm. right away. I yeah. didn't. Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, sure. No, no, no this, is someone, this is especially two people talking. One happens to be an artist I admire very much, Anita O'Day. How would you say your style has changed since uh, the records you don't want to hear? Style has changed? Well, yeah. those were pattern work days pattern. The band goes doo-wah, doo-wah. Yeah. You say a word or two yeah. and the band goes doo-wah. Pattern work it's called. The work I do now is called free sketch, which is the real art of jazz if we're into the jazz idiom word. And um, More improvisational now, really yeah, improvisational. More, more, more space, more time for the soloist. Yeah. The band work was very good foundation the girl singers don't get that today. They come out from guitar. How far can you go? Yeah. You know, they don't get that full background playing in the open field. I, I prefer the uh, small group improvisation. More thought, more get with it, you know? But the band days were a great era too, yeah. you know? Yeah, what you said, see, now it comes out clearly what you're saying. See, the fact is you're more free now more free to improvise, more free to use your imagination and your instrument, your voice. Sure, and tell the story at how you're feeling at the time it goes down. That is the true art yeah. of it. I do it different every night. Yeah. I do the same song, yeah. but it's different every night. One night it might be this tempo, and the next night it just might happen to fall this tempo. You know, everything is not yeah. pre-scheduled. It's only tentatively, yeah. you know, set up. And that's what makes it the true yeah. art. This, this thing you just said, that every night it would be different. It may be the same song, but a wholly different interpretation on your part, which is what jazz is about, I suppose. That's it. Yeah. Got it. Print that one, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> a Nightingale sang at, you say, Barclay Square. Okay. A Nightingale sang at Barclay Square. So. A Nightingale sang in Barclay Square. Um, Barclay Square is a park in London town. 
The story is about a couple, a boy and a girl, who fell in love in this little park in London town. And a nightingale was singing. It's a beautiful song. And we hear it. And the renditions are different at the club as relative to this record. And hearing Barclay Square, we get an idea of what uh, Anita Day was talking about. The chain of Every story is a picture, yeah. you know. Barclay Square. Remember the movie with Leslie Howard years ago? I think that was the musical background, was uh, it not, John Poole? Yes, John he, suggested he that tune at one time. Really? Yeah, that's yeah Barclay Square. And the guy lives in a... He, he, see, the guy lives today in the 20th century, but he imagines he falls in love with a girl of the 18th century. So it goes back into time. That's amazing. I never saw the movie, oh. but I get that approach from the song. Does that really come through? Absolutely. Do I not, John? I do yeah. a nostalgic musical yeah. back. Uh, uh, I have the piano player play a music box, and I tell this story in a dream. I, I never you saw didn't the know movie. That? It's the truth, John. John. Well, Marvelous, Studs. What's your first name? Studs, a nickname. Louis. I know. What's your first name? Louis. L O U I S. Louis. Louis. They call me Studs for. For 43 years. That's marvelous. Years. Yeah. I want to come back to how you use your imagination. You didn't know that this film was based upon a play by a guy named John Van Druten. Now, this play deals with imagination, and you, being the artist, did it yourself because something in the lyrics gave you the hint? The, the lyric itself and the, the continuity of the music, just the help. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Sure. Well, this is what jazz is about, too. The free flow of the imagination. I would so, say yeah. so. That's like in the top category. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's made up of many things, yeah. but I would say that's yeah. one of the top things. Yeah. You can't just learn a part and go out and say, okay, I'm a singer, or a jazz singer is another one entirely, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because it never falls the same. Yeah. And that's what makes amateurs and pros. Yeah. See, the, the pro becomes a pro because he didn't quit, yeah. <laughs> you know? You gotta know that next time you do it, it can't be the same. Yeah. But you're gonna try for the shot, yeah. you know. Next thing you know, the time is gone. Yeah. It doesn't come back, right? But the pro has that certain standard all the time, below which he, she doesn't go, you see. That's right. Yeah. But, but that's because you got the faith yeah. that carries you through. And also you've got your own sense of discipline. That's a, that's that's a, a hard word. one. That's, yeah. the top, that's in the top uh, category, uh, words, yeah. right? Discipline. Yeah. That's the one. How did it begin? Before we hit T for two, here's an old standard, T for two, the old show tune from No No Nanette that you've done way back in the Krupa days. In fact, we, we might have, we might try both. The early T for two that you did with Krupa and then the current way you do it. No, and that'll be an example Marvelous, of Marvelous, Louie. Let's do that. <laughs> Marvelous, darling. <laughs> darling, let's do that one. The, the early Krupa, T yeah, for two. Yeah. And then the more modern version. All right. After you love. So there's an example, hearing the two. Mm -hmm. See how times change? Yeah. Hmm? You see, too, how attitudes have changed, yours toward me and mine toward you? Hmm? How attitudes have changed during this program, too. Well, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's in the very beginning, you said you studied harmonics. You, you, you were taking actual uh, you training as a kid. Right. Right. You know, you study the staff, the harmonics. Uh, a couple of instruments, you know, I played drums, piano. I never had much chops, as they yeah. say, you know? Yeah. So that's why I needed all the other yeah. knowledge. 
also to be a singer you must be a scientist you must have good balance you know it's a combination of everything that's going on <laughs> at one time yeah and all this you do I mean it's there without see it's not conscious to the audience they're not aware of this but all this all these attributes become finally you the performer in Edo Day the at the time of the yeah, performance at the time of the performance right you can't carry it with it. you and say I'm gonna do this yeah. when I get there yeah. if you do when you get yeah. there you strip going up the steps you yeah. gotta take it as it falls <laughs> see first you walk up the steps yeah. then you get yeah. to the mic then yeah. you sing your song etc yeah yes darling y you know you know you know it's gonna be exciting is the fact that the unexpected is always there something called you know some guy once said to another guy Diaghilev he's the great impresario said to the dancer once Nijinsky who was trying to astonish me astonish me and art then whether it's jazz is astonishment and you do that on this during this conversation and on stage you astonish because it's never the same right that's that's the fun of it from my yeah. side too that's why I can still do it who were influences on you this is a question you ask many times I know were there any particular influences on you in, in, the, in the world of jazz Oh, sure. I mean, everybody's impressed when you're growing up, right? Uh, Billy Holiday had a funny little sound, so I had to listen to it, right? Ella Fitzgerald had a great swing time. Of course, it's only the records that were out there at that time. Mildred Bailey had a thing, you know. Martha Ray was first. That was my girl, right? Isn't that funny? Martha Ray. Martha Ray. <laughs> She's got it, see? Now you, you take all of these, right? You say, now I've got to find myself. Maybe you can't find it from the girls. And I really couldn't, so I got into instrumentalists. Charlie Parker helped. Buddy DeFranco was very influential to me. He really plays. He's in tune. He plays nice, nice intervals. I used to steal a, pardon me, borrow a few, <laughs> you know? And uh, sure, influence, of course. I heard a tune called Lush Life. Billy heard Stray Nat Horns. Cole sing it. Yeah didn't do anything to me. Her Jack Jones thing didn't make it. I heard a piano solo one day and I was so inspired I worked on Lush Life for one year. I got it now. I got it. But it wasn't the vocal that did it. It was yeah. a piano solo by Phineas Newborn. Yeah. How funny things yeah, will yeah, get to different yeah, people, yeah. right? I just happened to hear him. That's fantastic. See, here it is. You mentioned various singers whom you admire, Yeah. but you had to find neat all day. I'm sure there was Billy Halliday you admired, and Ella Fitzgerald you admired, and Martha Ray, these singers, Mildred Bailey. Right. But it's through the instrumentalist, not a vocalist. Yeah, isn't that, that weird? Were, uh, well, we're back to I got no chops. See, chops means yeah. tonal quality. When I was about seven and they take out your tonsils, they cut off my uvula. So I have none. Oh. You haven't got that. Oh. So I don't have a sustaining, a trembling quality. So I use staccato notes, or I use lots of notes so you don't notice that I don't have a lot of vibrato. I use a lot of whole tone scales. That's a whole tone scale. You don't find singers that use that. They don't have to. They got, they got a sound. Sinatra, he can sing uh, three words from here to there because he's got hold tone. See? So when you don't have this, you do that. 
I would suggest to anybody out there in, in radio land listening <laughs> how to be a true jazz singer. <laughs> Thank you. Have you ch- don't have any to be a true jazz Ovula. singer, then <laughs> yeah. get your ovula cut out. Oh, well, now let's yeah. not go yeah. that far. Watch it. But, but this is how it comes from, right? You learn to live with what you got, right? What you're really talking about here is the imagination, the imagination of an artist and the ingenuity and taking advantage. Ellington talked about that a lot. Accidents. Yeah. You take advantage of an accident, yeah. and you make that very accident your yeah. asset. Yeah, you said Duke Ellington? Yeah, he That's said that. That's weird. I just moved from one spot to another, which is what you usually do. But my point is that the music had to all be moved too, right? And so one box while being moved was opened out on the floor. I thought, oh, i got to put all this music back together. You ready? I come across an old Ellington tune, the p- original piano lead sheet, called... Uh, I was working on it this morning. Hand me, uh, hand me Down Love. Don't want your hand-me-down love. One of those titles, hand-me-down love, don't want your hand-me-down love. But there it is, an Ellington yeah. tune, that, an obscure tune. But how did I happen to find it? The, the, the mover yeah. dropped the box, yeah. the music went all over the floor, and I come across yeah. this old sheet of music. Don't want your hand-me-down love. Yeah, this is what we're talking about, too. Yeah, things that happen. You know what we're talking about? Ellington was like that, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You know, an art connected with life. This sounds fancy, but it's true in your case. Yeah. The direct connection of accidents in your life or an accident of that day becomes the basis of something you're going to do because it's very exciting. Unexpectedly. Right. It's and from everything bad comes something good. Yeah. And all yeah. those kind of little yeah. cliches. Right. What's a tune, perhaps, one more that, that you're singing there? What's another? Uh, you mean to play for the listening yeah. audience on record? Yeah, that you're doing that. Ooh. I'm doing Lush Life. Well, lush life. Oh, lush life. Yeah, Billy Strayhorn's lush life that you right. do. Right, Billy Strayhorn's yeah. lush life. Now, yeah, Billy Strayhorn died, and I wanted to do a tune for him, and he wrote a lot of songs. I didn't even know he wrote Lush Life, but I was working on Lush Life. It turns out to be Billy's tune, so that yeah. became my theme yeah. for Billy. So we hear Lush Life very well. We're hearing Anita O'Day, and it's funny, as she's talking. It's a continuation of her singing. She sings, she talks the way she sings. <laughs> That's it because it's full of the unexpected. You surprise me, of course. I've never been, <laughs> I had this conversation before <laughs> like this on this station. I find this very exciting now because I don't know what you're gonna say to me or what you laugh Well, I haven't pre-planned it either, love. <laughs> but the, the fact is, as you offer these works, it's an extension of you. They say of Jack T. Gardner's trombone is an extension of himself, or mm. Louis Horn's extension. So, what you do, what you sing, is an extension of Nita O'Day. Sure. The excitement, the unexpected, the salty quality in you too. You're <laughs> certainly salty. Well, that's your opinion, and you're <laughs> quite welcome to it. What don't you like? You Everybody are. Everybody thinks I'm sweet, except you. Oh, you're not sweet. I hope you're not sweet, well, because you, sweet you think would be I'm kind salty, of caramel well, and mac and chocolate and How about saccharin. if I'm a little bit of everything at different times, which everybody yeah. is? Or it should be if you want to live a full life. <laughs> You're a chameleon. I'm a camellia. <laughs> well, you are kind of a flower, it's true. Right, I'm a camellia. Everybody's a flower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The lady with the camellias. Mm-hmm. But she was a tragic figure. You're not a tragic figure. You're a figure who survives. You survive. That's the thing. Well, don't that. think I haven't died to do it. You know, you re-bloom. Right. <laughs> I'm in my... Uh, this is the resurrection. <laughs> whatever. This yeah. is the, you know, maybe my last bloom. It may no, not. it isn't. <laughs> you don't know. But uh, what goes around comes around, all those cliches, and here we go again. Yeah. But <laughs> one thing is pretty clear, that Anita O'Day is a child of survival. Hear that? 
you're here all the time. You, you, you've had your scars. Ooh-hoo-hoo. But that also shows in your singing, too, doesn't it? Well, it kind of tells you where it's at uh, and where not to go. And yeah. if you have been there, where not to do it quite again. It's like a minefield, you know? Yeah. You know where the mines are. You can cross the field, right? <laughs> if you had to. What's one more? That's we'll all I could think no, of. No, one more, one more song. That oh, we'll do all right. And we'll, come, we'll call it a okay. day. Okay. Because you got to do some work. At the yeah, i got to get myself together for the show tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I always close the show with a brisk tune, yes. a brisk tempo. Yeah. i got a couple of things there. i got Night and Day. i got Tea for Two. We already did Tea for Two. Night and we? Day. Night and Day. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Billy May and I did this thing together. I did the sketch, and he put the band behind it. And this is the way it came off. It's yeah. interesting. Night and day. Neat old day. And before we hear night and day, I want to thank you for coming here. And this has been a strange kind of delight for me, because I've never met you. I've heard you many times at the high high note on uh, North State Street, and uh, you're many times It's nice the of you to course. remember those places. And as you said earlier in the show, to me, you had your opinion of me as I walked in, and it was you who had yeah. your opinion of me. Yeah. You see, yeah. you just said so. Yeah. And from those days, yeah. things change and yeah. build. Plus, I was merely a student. I worked all those places to learn. Now, I'm the pro. You are very much so. You know, quite a magnificent pro, too. Thank you for having me. Grazie. Thank you, sir. Bye now. We still have a little time left. Anita has left the studio, and it occurred to me, uh, let me try two works of Anita O'Day. Uh, one of the songs to which she's objected hearing today because she thinks of herself the singer today, and I like the idea of Anita then and now. And one of her most celebrated performances years ago was Let Me Off Uptown. She's working with Gene Krupp at the time, and the soloist along with her was Roy Eldridge, Little Jazz. And Eldridge, this is 1941, it was recorded in New York, the Krupa's band. And Eldridge, you might say, is the transition figure between Armstrong and, uh, and, and Davis, and Miles Davis. And here's, or that matter, Dizzy Gillespie. Here, then, is Let Me Off Uptown, Anita and Eldridge. So 1941, and now to make Anita happy. And uh, all her really parts of her, currently, she'd be singing a ballad just about every girl singer has taken a whack at, but Onita's style is strictly hers, and she makes my funny Valentine, which I think is only Anita O'Day in a way. Hers, you know, the Rogers and Hart song. Perhaps some comments by anonymous uh, writers of liner notes, uh, some from the London Times, London Guardian, and the Washington Post of the 70s. And the description, the white gloves sketch make straight lines of tempo for the rhythm section. Gentlemen, a one, a two, a three. Tinkling glasses, pause. The gloves turn the mic. The voice follows. It has for Krupa, Kenton, Billy May, Bill Holman, Newport Jazz Festivals, and a dozen world tours. The straight back spins. Gloves fly gracefully out in an artistry of motion. The voice rides up to the chord. You way up as with a sexy squeak onto the last ooh. White fingers flick in rotation to the drums, piano, bass, directing traffic. As measures whirl by, the audience gasps in delighted unbelief. The tempo slows, the race is over. Step by step, the gloves descend and ascend a whole tone scale. Applause. Critics smile, go home and write. Since the mid-1940s, she's influenced every girl who has pretensions to reshaping songs. She is truly one of the originals, and she still deploys a staggering, ambitious range of tricks with deceptive nonchalance. The texture of her voice has grown deeper, 
She performs wonders, mystifying and moving the listener at the same time. When the husky-voiced Miss O'Day is on full course, listening to her is a dazzling experience. Her gloves wait quietly for the next set. My funny Valentine. <laughs> 